0: You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net.
1: And now, the Binge Sportscast.
2: The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls, dropping pucks and scoring goals, home runs and strikeouts are for summer. Tight spirals flying all around. Touchdowns abound. Let's talk some bullet Crushing fears and throwing fits. Let's talk some shit. It's the big sports it's cast. 708 316 you Boba Dix.
1: Yeah! Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest
3: football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami,
4: you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the
3: Miami Dolphins. Miami Miami
4: Dolphins. Miami
5: Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. <sighs> That's right, yes. everybody. Welcome to the Binge Sports Cast. Your Binge Sports Cast winner, the Miami Dolphins against yes. my <laughs> shitty ass Detroit Lions. TM, how you That's right, we
1: That's won right. Sunday and we won today, too. Oh, Winning at the boy. deadline. <laughs> Let's go. All in. Chips pushed
5: to the center oh, of the man. table. Oh, man. I was feeling really good. Maybe it was all the beer that I drank on Sunday or the <laughs> lame Miami fans with their lame 72 perfect jerseys.
1: Oh, That's so bad.
5: Break. I know. Oh. I know.
1: But, but who is that? I mean, who uh, is that guy? Who knows? Who knows? who knows? Did he really Miami fly fans. from South Beach to go to Detroit? I
5: doubt it. You know what, we were, my brother and I talked to a few people, and there's quite a few, like, Canadian Dolphin fans. Guys from, oh, like, God. Toronto and stuff. Like, why the fuck aren't you Bills fans? Or Lions yeah, fans. Yeah, really. I mean, you're I really missing the you're... boat right now. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, TM, your team came out and dominated. Tua looked great. I mean, anybody can look Second great. Second half. When you, when you just stand in the pocket and do whatever the fuck you want, and guys are 30 yards open with nobody <laughs> standing around them. It's <laughs> unfucking believable Yeah. <laughs>
1: I got to tell you I I mean I'm really it's disappointing to me to not have been there live because what that must have looked like like i would love to see an aerial view of our offense in action against your team because guys were so fucking wide open
5: I, dude you know, it's and we have And mean waddle seats. would catch the ball yeah. waddle
1: would jump to catch a ball that wasn't that accurate and he'd land and still have 10 yards before there was a
5: line anywhere yeah. near him. like he lands and like <laughs> falls backwards because he thinks he's getting tackled and he just stumbles yeah, backwards because there. there's nobody there <laughs> Incredible. It's just unbelievable. Like, there was a play, I think it was like fourth and eight or something. You guys were like on the 50-yard line. and You guys had taken a timeout. I'm like, please just punt it. Please just punt it. Sure, nope, not going to punt it. And you go like four wide or something. And we're covering your wide guys man-to-man with our corners and our safeties. Tyreek Hill is in the slot. And our safeties are eight yards out. I'm like, they're going to Tyreek! They're going to Reek! Sure enough, what happens? He runs 10 yards down the field, turns around, and just catches the ball on fourth and eight for first down. It's unbelievable how there are zero adjustments, and I don't care. Like, before I was given benefit of the doubt, like, you know, we got some practice squad players and all this. At some point, I mean, there, have, there is something that guys that are smarter than me, clearly not under our coaching staff, that could figure out what to do. A historically bad defense. This is – it's unbelievable. All we do is, like, score points, we score points, and then just give up points. Like, if you guys hadn't fumbled, you guys know that, like, it, that game would have been – you didn't punt until the fourth quarter again. Big right. surprise.
1: Well, AFC teams – AFC teams – AFC East teams don't punt
5: often. Oh my God. <laughs> but, TM, I did um, – I did get a special assignment today. I was able to go to Allen Park headquarters where the Lions are and got some audio from the headquarters today. You want to hear it? Oh, nice.
2: Yeah. All right. There we go. <laughs> all right. And so this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. All right, and we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. What? All right, and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. Are you fucking kidding me? And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Good one! (laughs) Before long, we're going to be the last one standing. All right, that's going to be the mentality.
1: you chad <laughs> and you can't stop
5: anybody it's ridiculous uh, 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 uh. i am so over like uh. oh dan campbell that is he's done huh no he's not
1: <laughs> that's the problem Well, you're not going to fire him now. You're just going to trade all your players.
5: No, you know what the move was last week is they fired our defensive backs coach. Like, sure, I was just talking bitching about that. But, like, it's a much bigger problem than that. Sorry, but our defensive backs coach is not the problem. (laughs) It's just, I'm just tired. Yeah, this is the most
1: most fun week. This is easily my favorite week of the season.
5: (laughs) You know I don't. TM we talked about one of my favorite sports movies is Tin Cup, and there's a yes. there's there's a line in there where Cheech Marin Roams is talking to Kevin Costner, and he's just like, "No man, I'm just tired. I'm tired of watching you just but that's me. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of the circus. I'm tired." of everything that is this team and they can't Almost. get out of their own way. It's ridiculous.
1: There's definitely plenty of uh six-year rebuilds though. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. you're on pace. You're on pace to get it figured out by the time, you know, your son has grandkids.
5: <laughs> you know, and, and Oh boy. We were uh I was listening to local radio and, you know, ha 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 funny funny like I don't even like the shows that are on here, but one of the guys brought up. So, Matt Patricia left two years ago. Since that time, since 2020, when we were like three and 13 or four, whatever it was, before Patricia got fired, currently on the team, there are three remaining players. So, okay. okay. So, wow. Is that good or is that bad? I don't know because the results are the same. So you've completely rebuilt the rosters. Completely rebuilt the rosters under a new GM and a new head coach. And this is the garbage that we get. It's unbelievable. And the guys that are here aren't going to be here for long because nobody's going to stick around. And we'll get into the trade talk and all that today. I mean, today was like freaking major league baseball trade deadline it was amazing and we're not going to talk about my team very much because i'm just done with it as i said pre-show we're not talking about
1: no
2: no this this is i just wanted
1: i just wanted to get a you know opportunity to pull a couple drops at the beginning of a show i won't have to listen to the whole thing next week i'll reload my arsenal (laughs) i've got that and uh no i mean what what are you gonna do like i mean i would have liked to have actually blown your team out so I'd feel a little bit better about mine, but our defense wasn't very good in the first half. We obviously, you know, made the adjustments. Um,
4: it's, but, but it's not, hey, it's, listen, you got to
1: get out of there with a win. You know, it's the same thing coming up for us this week. We're going to be at, at Chicago. The, you know, they're playing better. Fields, uh, wow, he's finally got designed runs, which I don't understand if they would have had that, you know, two Thursdays ago, they would have won going away. I uh, So, you know, I was a little concerned there. I was a little concerned going into – the game with you just because I thought it was going to be a, I thought there's going to be more points. I thought it was going to be both of us in the high thirties track meet. Cause our D our secondary was so banged yeah. up. Well, um, and it,
5: I mean, had you not fumbled on, you know, the 10 yard line going like on your opening drive. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been another seven. Um, correct. Right. Josh Reynolds from Detroit dropped a ball. Literally that hit him in the face. Yeah. In the end zone. So, yep. Um, and then, you know, but everything else offensively for the Lions, out, outside of the fact that they, like, just stalled at the end or maybe your team actually made adjustments on defense in the second half. Um, you know, the offense was fine. It yeah, looked yeah, good. Yeah, you yeah. know, they, they did what they did except for the last – and then the last drive, four minutes left, Lions have the ball down seven at that point, was it? I can't even remember. But driving to try to tie the game. We've got the ball in, like, the Miami 40. It's fourth and two. Like, all right. Paid a lot of good money, a lot of draft picks for that offensive line. Let's just pound the rock. Let's get a first down. Let's live for the next, you know, four downs. Nope, let's go for a bomb to the end zone double coverage. Okay, game over. Yeah. Like.
1: And that, again, that sums up.
5: ridiculous. Yeah,
1: that sums up the NFL to me is that play call. It's, I keep saying it in the chat. I keep saying it on this show. Nothing drives me more insane Get the damn yard. Stop with these. Like, stop acting like you're so much smarter than the other team. Every single play caller, whether it's the OC or the head coach, is guilty of this. I witness it every game. And, yes, it's more irritating if, say, I have financial investment. But even still, I mean, you know. that's why I gamble. I mean, I want to have a rooting interest in one of the teams so I don't really feel like fucking watching it. Especially with this league, where the product that they've been putting out in the standalone games has been absolute garbage. Garbage. Thursday night. We don't normally talk about Thursday night games a lot on this show, but I think we need to talk about Baltimore-Tampa because that was garbage. I mean, I will dissect it down to the atmosphere in that stadium that was portrayed to us through television it was a snooze i didn't even seem like the tampa fans were even caring like i didn't hear cheers but i didn't hear boos either like it was well, almost like there was no it's like watching like a west coast fucking you yeah, know I mean, the
5: first Saturday half of that game both teams game. yeah but both teams were just fucking terrible until like Terrible. Baltimore well, started to get their head out of their ass a little bit. but Yeah, well, because
1: once Andrews gets hurt, then they're like, shit, we better run it, which is their strength. And then they just fucking ran over that Tampa defense. I mean, every play was seven-plus yards. Uh, but Brady, say- looks, Brady looks checked. I understand the next day we found out that they're filing the divorce and nonsense, nonsense. He looks completely checked out. I don't understand – how how many times were him and Mike Evans not on the same page? How does that happen? This is their third season. Did you change the offense? I doubt it. Like, right. how is Evans not at his spot? I mean, Brady's I like flipping out. Like, they're the two of them, Godwin and Brady. They're like never at their spot. It's like, what's going on down there?
5: Well, Brady didn't show up for training camp and didn't show up for the preseason. And, you know, we're only six weeks in. It's I was talking having a conversation today. Like, we are still, you know, because even though there are three preseason games still, we talked about this earlier, I don't think that anybody, like, I don't think, like, Jared Goff, and I'm just using him as an example because I know, like, I don't think he played more than one series the entire preseason. And I, I have a feeling that's the case for a lot of guys. So are we still seeing the issues or the ramifications of them not having a preseason or not utilizing that preseason for you know team chemistry and all that i don't know i mean i feel like we're we're gonna be talking about a a mid-season award show next week i feel like we should be there but maybe we're not i don't know (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh we are we're gonna be doing it oh no i
5: mean like I'm that's just based that on be
1: one week yeah
4: it's just mid-season. because of what
5: week it is i know right. yeah oh exactly. no talent wise yeah yeah so but i will tell you tm um i was i was watching live i was impressed with tyreek hill i mean the guy is just i mean he's a video game player it's unbelievable like just watching him run routes and you see now why he's so difficult to cover. Um, you'd have guys that are just matched like one-on-one. He just runs right by them. And even if you have a safety who is supposed to be doubling him, he just runs by him too. And then he changes direction. And it is it is a sight to see. And, you know, and Tua did what he had to do. I didn't see anything wrong. Now, the Lions couldn't figure out that all the Dolphins do is play action, naked bootleg. I mean, 37 times. <laughs> 37 times. Play action, naked bootleg, roll out to the left. It was unbelievable how many times it happened and how many times we didn't stop it. And our, well, our defense event just line
1: When your O-line stinks, you have to do it.
5: But why don't you, as a defensive end, just or as a D coordinator, say, okay, this play, I don't care what you do, do not go after the running back. Charge directly at Tua rolling out. And if he doesn't have the ball, don't hit him. But nope, let's just keep crashing and falling for the... Anyway, fuck this. All right.
1: (laughs) (sighs) BSV or College Roundup? I love college.
4: (laughs) Yes.
2: College Roundup. PJ will break it down. Just give him time. College Roundup. And
5: got no funky clue. He went D Shit. 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 Now TM, did you bet on the Michigan game? And did yes, I did.
1: I had the game I, I had that bet in when we were talking last Monday. So when did you <laughs> put get it in, in when did you
5: morning morning. get it on? Twenty one and Twenty one.
1: Yeah, oh, no, like nice. yeah, I had no I had it at twenty one. Yeah, I had a twenty one. Yeah. That's like why I was so confident. on point, right? It got as high as 23, and then it settled in about 22, 22 and a half around game time. But you fucking
5: dominated them. Oh, yeah. And they just needed, yeah. again, Defense. Play calling in the red zone, like, sitting there like, what are you guys doing? Like, like you know, dedicated runs or, you know, this, this, this. Like, roll, roll out a little bit, give a couple options, spread the field, like, Michigan needs to solve this red zone problem because it's not gonna bode well and you can't kick five field goals against Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah, right. But it was an utter I mean, and dominant performance. Michigan State's fucking horrible. And I will take it every day. It was such a nice watch. It was never in in uh never in doubt. Doubt or, you know in question. So
1: yeah. So the other game that I didn't bet, I'm very disappointed because I just really like Tennessee right now, but I listened to too many fucking podcasts and everybody talking about how Kentucky's going to keep it close and blah, blah, blah. And 13, 12, 11, whatever. It's too much. It's too much. They just trucked them. They absolutely trucked them 44 to six. Didn't even hit the over because Kansas, uh, Kentucky just couldn't contribute to that. Um, Really sets up the game of the year coming up this weekend with uh, yep. Tennessee at Georgia. Now, I, as we're sitting here starting, like, playing the opening sounder, I get a notification that one of Georgia's linebackers is out for the season. Mm. And I go to look at the line because I've been waiting to bet it. I was hoping to get it, like, be able to buy it up to 10 without uh, having to you know, too, spend too much vague, and now it's down to 8 because it was at 9. I'm like, God damn it. So I think I'm going to have to take it at 8 before it gets to a touchdown. Or it might stay off. This is a, this is the thing. So Georgia last week played Florida at the, what is it, the biggest outdoor tea party yeah. in the world or whatever? Uh, whatever they call it. But yeah, Florida stinks. Georgia's number one at this point. And Florida gets it to 28-20 late in the third quarter. And I'm like, ooh, this is kind of interesting. I had no investment in the game, wasn't really watching, but was just following the score. Georgia proceeds to just blow them out in the fourth quarter. That makes me nervous because it's almost like they were just playing. I hear this one guy, this other podcast, I think it's so funny. They always say, ah, Georgia just was playing with their food. So maybe they were just dicking around a little. And then they're like, oh, wait a minute. This is a one-score game now. Let's wait. Let's just, you know, let's get out of here and go home. And then they just kind of kick the shit out of them. So...
4: Yeah, well, I,
1: I really wish the game was at Tennessee. It also wouldn't I wouldn't be getting eight points if it was at Tennessee, especially after what they did to Bama at home. Um, so that being said, I'm I'm on the fence if I'm going to bet or not. It's Tennessee or stay away. And then the other game was Ohio State, Penn State, which unfortunately, I bet Ohio State and lost, even though with four you and you had told me to. Oh, that's a lot of points. They did the, get it up to line? twenty. I had it at fifteen and fourteen, oh, and so know, they had it at far, twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was. I saw there was twenty. I ran in to turn the game on, and Penn State's already at first and goal. I'm like, wait, what happened here? Like, how fast can this? T-? And Penn State is not good.
5: Well, you I'll said you, it to they, me. Yeah, Go they're not good.
1: They're, yeah. they're 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 very much not. Um, they're not near the level of Michigan-Ohio State. They're just no, not.
5: But I actually sat down and watched that whole game. Uh More or less just kind of doing shit around the house. Watched that whole game. Penn State essentially handled Ohio State for three and a half quarters. And Ohio State just kept sticking around, sticking around, waiting for Clifford to make another mistake. And he did. I mean, he still had... Penn State was winning that game with six minutes to go, even with having four turnovers or something like that. Um, But Ohio State had the same issue with Michigan. They kept stalling out. They had to keep settling for field goals or missed field goals. And then it just, the kind of time ran out for Penn State. They didn't score and, or they score, and then Ohio State runs four plays, scores a touchdown, goes ahead, the ensuing play was an interception which then they scored another play and then they had another like within the matter of five plays Ohio State scored 21 points and that was it um they're a very wow. good team i i am very very worried about them and i don't know that my team has what it takes to beat them but they did show some kinks in the armor and not as impressive as i've seen and when you look at Ohio State's schedule They really haven't played anybody. And I'm not saying – I'm I'm saying this for my own team as well. The Big Ten sucks. We have played essentially the same teams. They have played – they went and played uh, Notre Dame, or Notre Dame came and played them. And that was a closer game than it should have been because Notre Dame sucks. And everybody else on this schedule is terrible.
1: But Notre Dame has a good defense. So doesn't that kind of give you some hope that – Like, since your strength is being your defense, you can be in that game? Or is it just a matter of,
5: I I mean, mean, you're just not
1: going to win there?
5: I think the way that Michigan is built, they can be in any game. The biggest issue that Michigan's going to have is if Ohio State comes in and scores a couple quick touchdowns or, you know, they kind of open up the flood, you know, or the floodgates open and we're down early. I don't know that we have the offense to – right you know come back if our defense can hold and we can wear them down and we can run the ball i think we got a good chance so listen yeah. same thing they're the same teams as last year except ohio state's defense is a little bit better than it was actually a lot better than it was last year although again they haven't fucking played anybody and you're I right about michigan's, that you're right you're right about that you know michigan's run offense, run offense is better than it was last year which is hard to you know explain, but Michigan still has shown are you fucking kidding me.
1: <laughs> are you commenting on the Schwerber homer or uh,
5: no, you know, oh, watching baseball, watching baseball, uh, anyway, oh. so Schwerber homered, we'll, we'll talk fucking about six that. nothing, yeah, okay, okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk, we'll talk about uh, Michigan, Ohio State in the next couple weeks because, yeah, I Illinois mean, obviously, gonna, three weeks you know, to go.
1: There's there's nothing on Ohio State's schedule. I mean, it's it's unless they stumble in Maryland, but no, I don't. I mean, Maryland's just not that good. So
5: hey, Michigan's got to go yeah. to Rutgers for a night game this weekend.
1: Dude, you're gonna win that game by a hundred points. I just, I mean, I'm tempted to take it. It's like at twenty five or twenty six right now, and I'm just like. <sighs> Because Rutgers just cannot, like, they're offensively extremely challenged. But, I don't know, I, I could just, like, hear you in my head saying, I don't know, it's a lot of points. I just kind of want to leave it alone, and I don't want to have to watch it because it's going to be a bad game. All
5: right, But, I mean, you just look at, like, Michigan State's terrible, and their offense is terrible, and we still just didn't, you know,
1: Any put, um, it
5: down, a, put it on them, you know? We, yeah,
1: we, yeah, yeah. Any take on... The Bama at LSU because that's the other big one this weekend. It's in LSU Saturday night game. You've got thirteen points right now, plus thirteen LSU. You
5: know, I don't know enough about LSU. I know they were kind of down, but now they're sitting there at what six and one or seven, whatever they are.
1: Another um, homer.
5: That's what I was commenting on. I'm that. Far Holy ahead of you. shit! <laughs> hey, I yeah. took the
1: over. I only need one more run now.
5: <laughs> it's all by, all by uh, Philly. Crazy.
1: Yeah, man! All home runs, unbelievable. And I gotta tell you, and I was saying it on the show the last guy. Co- I don't care. Go Philly. Beat beat the Astros. This is it's much more enjoyable as a baseball fan to watch Houston like suffer like this. Like it's just
5: awesome. Well, you know they fucking had game one too, and they just couldn't get out of their own fucking way. Houston, mm-hmm. or and mm-hmm. uh they couldn't. I mean, they put up five in the first what two innings, and then they just couldn't fucking score. And it true, cocky? Makes that, you know that uh, catch in the bottom of the ninth, and but
1: uh, mm-hmm. they're true, cocky. Houston, in like we look at that game and go, "Up, oh, this is over." Houston thought the same thing. That's their mistake. Yeah, they think their shit don't stink.
5: Uh, so back so, to LSU, Alabama. I I yes. don't know enough about either of them, but I have this like feeling that Alabama is kind of this sleeping giant. That is going to make it into the playoff and then, gonna just fucking win the whole thing. Hmm. They're going to fucking, Georgia's going to win this weekend. Tennessee's going to get knocked down. And then Alabama's going to play Georgia in the play or in the uh, SEC championship and make it into the college football playoff. And they're just, they're not as good as previous years, but as of right now, had that Tennessee game, had that kicker missed that field goal at the end, or, you know, Vice versa, and that game goes Alabama's way, we'd be sitting here talking about Alabama as number one. Agreed.
1: Now, I will say this, though. I I think of all the college teams, since my love affair has begun with college football, I think I've watched Alabama the most because they're normally in the biggest games at the end of the year, plus uh, with my brother-in-law's wife, huge Bama, kind of what you know, got me into it and following the whole first half uh, Bama spreads and stuff like that. I've watched a lot of Alabama. There's something wrong with this Alabama team. I don't think
4: –
1: not wrong. Obviously, they're one of the best four teams in the country, but there's just something about this team. They don't destroy anybody. They had a really – like anybody – like they don't kill the good teams. They had a nice run in the Tennessee game – and what's the other game that was close? Not A and M. All right, I'm not even gonna look. Up. It's not the point. But the point is, I'm not seeing the dominance where, you know, you just know they're gonna they're gonna fucking score 21 points if the game gets close or something and just put it away. That isn't really there this year. So I do think, I do think I'm going to take LSU if I can get it at 14. Who's who's LSU? It's Brian Kelly right? Chip Kelly's yes. at UCLA. Brian it's Ke- okay. Brian Kelly. The, the one research I haven't done yet that I will do before betting any money on this game is I need to look at head-to-head Saban versus Brian Kelly. If Saban has owned him, then I bet no money on LSU because because when it when it comes to Saban in Alabama, a lot of times it comes down to the who, what coach is he playing? Because there are there are schools like was it Mississippi State or somebody that they just played recently where. There was a the the team had scored eleven total points the last two times they played, and Bama like gave up six points or something in this last game. I mean, it's just dominance, Saban dominance.
5: Yeah, and so I think you can't
1: bet you can't bet against that kind of stuff in college football because it doesn't matter what talent is on the field. You know, the guy controlling the video game remote is the head coach, and these guys, these head coaches are. You know, it's just crazy, these guys. Well, They're just played, lifers.
5: They played in the national championship, right? That was when, with Manti Teo, that was the Manti Teo game when the Notre Dame made it to the national championship and Alabama yes. whooped up on them, like 40 to 10 or something like that. But I don't know how yeah. often they play. I think they only really would be playing in the college football playoffs. So. College
1: football playoff. okay. Um, I'm uh, going to look yeah. into it just in case. You never know.
5: Speaking of, so the college football playoff rankings, the first rankings, uh, came out yes. tonight.
1: Yes. So excited. Um, Tennessee but, number one.
5: Right. Tennessee number one. And that's
1: another problem, I can I add, to <laughs> me. That's another thing that makes me want to stay away from this game. And why did they do that? Why didn't they just put Georgia number one? It bothers me because now Tennessee, that swells their heads even more. And that makes me uncomfortable. I might have to just sit back and watch that game. The more... I think about this. I'm glad I did not bet yesterday when the lines came out because I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little iffy. I'm definitely not as confident as I want to be.
5: Yeah, and that's, it's, again, it's all bullshit, right? I mean, you have number one and number two going at, going at it this weekend, and then somebody's going to get knocked out of there. And then in two more weeks and you got Ohio State at three and Michigan at five, and they're going to go, like, all of these things are going to work themselves out. Yes. yes, and Clemson. Where the who the fuck is Clemson right now? How they're ranked fourth ahead of Michigan, I guess. Schedule something, but the ACC is no better than the Big Ten. So,
1: absolutely not. And they've str- they struggled with Syracuse. Well, let's see what happens this weekend because you know I don't like this spot for them. And I've bet Clemson every week. I've watched them. Now they bench their their quarterback. Who stunk last year? Big was really the main reason for all of their issues last year. Now he's played better this year, but they had to bench him in order to come back. I mean, they benched him against Syracuse, and they just ran Shipley every play. So it really wasn't like the quarterback. This the backup quarterback came in and won the game. But he's play. You know, he played this past week. They won. Uh, who they beat? I
5: don't remember. Uh, I oof. Clemson? I, I don't fucking know. Yeah. They're about one of those Um, teams that I do not. uh, I do. do I I have
1: followed them because their D is so good. So I definitely bet on them a lot. But let's see what happens this weekend at Notre Dame. Notre Dame. It's at Notre Dame. Right. Night game, road game. um, Notre Dame playing better. Notre Dame just handled Syracuse last week. Not like Syracuse is any kind of powerhouse, but this is the grouping of teams that we have to talk about when you're just like when we're talking about the ACC. Syracuse is basically the second-best team in the ACC. So you had Clemson struggle with Syracuse, and then you have Notre Dame handle them without without issue. On the road, too. So Notre Dame is starting to play better. Notre Dame cannot throw the ball, though. So I'd say Clemson gets a lead, and I think it's over. The line's down to three, though. It was four and a half. I literally checked it before the show started. It's down to three. I don't know what that's about, so i got to look that up after we get off. The air here, but
5: but look at yeah, so Clemson, it's a tough Clemson hasn't played. Clemson didn't play this weekend, so I didn't know.
1: They bide. That's right. Okay,
5: but yeah, yeah, their okay. schedule right now: Georgia Tech, Furman, Louisiana Tech, Wake Forest, NC State, Boston College, Florida State, Syracuse. Yeah, there's no good team in that bunch.
2: Well, week is
1: okay yeah,
2: for are they okay for is... that
5: grouping? I'm saying. Well, all it's a, right. it's
1: just a step down. It's a step down from the Big Ten. Well, this has always been the argument with Clemson because they're always undefeated yeah. and in the top four, but they're coming out of the weaker conference. That's it's, this isn't and this isn't college basketball. That's what college football needs to realize. This there's no reason at all that you're five and they're four. That's nonsense. Especially but with
5: them having a fucking bi-week this past week, like, get
1: the fuck well, yeah. out of here. What are we honoring? We're honoring their, them beating, barely beating Syracuse? Maybe they're just setting it up for, because, you know what, now that I think about it, there are four and a half, it opens at three and a half, it goes immediately to four and a half, because everybody hammers Clemson, and then the college football rankings come out, they get put four, and the line drops to three. There that you know. might be people. Ooh, yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm not touching that game because I've got. I can't put money on Notre Dame, but I've got a funny feeling that some weird shit may happen in that game. There might be some some holds and some roughing the passers. Because <laughs> those are. That's my new theory on the NFL. Is the call comes down from Goodell. Oh, uh, this drive is going way too well. Holding. Holding. Oh. Oh, my God, this offense can't get out of their own way. We need to move them up 15 yards. Get them rolling. Roughing the passer. Call
5: it. Okay, good.
1: There you go. Ah, it's so fixed.
5: <laughs> or offsides on Christian Watkins. Is that his name on your team?
2: Wait, a oh, my team? <laughs>
5: Wait, what about your dude? <laughs> oh, my God, the best. This is the guy. This is Owarie who was had the five pass interference calls against him, against uh Oh Alice. yeah,
1: I'll put, yeah, every, anybody listening, um, I'll put this picture in the article so you can oh, see this offsides on this Detroit. Is, I couldn't you know, believe it.
5: it. It was right in the end zone that we're like, our seats are in and I'm looking at him and I'm like, dude, yeah, you, said you, said you are guys offsides. were laughing at sides." And sure enough, they just hike the ball, flag goes up and then he's like, he like looks and puts his hands up like, you know, fucking <laughs> like John Travolta, like where, what? What? Was that he me?
4: Is,
1: <laughs> it's the ultimate neutral zone infraction. He is literally – I mean, if he was in front of the ball, in front of the center, he would be standing on the ball. He'd literally be he
5: teabagging the back of the center's head. Yes. A hundred percent.
3: Unbelievable. Uh, but,
5: yeah, you had one of your D linemen that you think is Watkins, uh, three offsides, like neutral zone infractions.
1: I'm like, dude. The penalties. Like, that's the, the problem that right now.
5: Right? It's not that important to be that six inches closer. Like – Back yeah, up yeah. a half a step. Oh. That,
1: that would be the I'd say that would be the we'll get we'll get to this, but that's the dolphins' weakness at this point. Is it's just way too many penalties, and that's undisciplined, and that's on McDaniel. So he seems to be a wizard with the playbook, and you know the offense, he's got the right pieces right now for the offense, so that's rolling, but there are way too many penalties, especially on the defensive side. So
5: all right, let's get to uh let's get to some BS for me. Yeah!
2: 708-316-8822 Call the line. Tell the sports cast what's on your mind. Seven zero eight three one six
5: eight eight two two. Seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two. That's the number. We get to listen to everybody bitch and moan and talk about
1: how about Alvarez? This guy is. Put basically doing his best impression of Aaron Judge in this series so far. He ain't doing shit.
5: Yeah, he hasn't done shit.
1: <sighs> I hate baseball.
5: <laughs> Stop talking about baseball. I
1: can't wait <laughs> for free agency.
5: Yes. All right, here we go. Um, three, zero, two, number. There we go. Hey, guys. It's Alex. Hey. There he is. Has
3: started. Baseball mania is in town. So I got a question. So I, just, I uh, hate the Walgreens. And I saw some lady come in with a Phillies jersey. And uh, I'm pretty sure she was wearing a Pete Rose jersey. Which, to be honest, I've been to games and I've definitely seen people wearing Pete Rose jerseys to games. It got me thinking, think about your favorite teams. Who are like the worst people that assholes wear jerseys for at games? We get Ooh. Pete Rose... 72 undefeated. Which, to be honest, I haven't seen many of. And Lenny Dykstra. So, just think about the Who do you guys
5: got? Who do you
1: see? <laughs> right. Fuck yeah.
2: you,
5: was, Alex. What was the, Who oh, was the second?
1: No, duck yo, dude. Who was he the thought, second one? And the second one he said, he said it was Kurt Schilling.
5: Oh, yeah. Bloody sock, man.
1: Uh I can't believe... Wait, hold on a second. Ahead, we're about him. the same... I thought me and Alex were about the same age. What are you dissing on the 93 Phillies for? Lenny Dykstra... What's the matter? Did you fucking pay for his magazine? Give me a break, dude. The guy was an all-star with Philadelphia. Wow, that's that breaks my heart. Come on, man. Leave the guy alone. He's a fucking train wreck. Uh, Uh, I don't like that, dude. That's my childhood idol.
5: I don't like that.
1: I don't... um, (laughs) Leave him alone.
5: I don't have a a dog in the fight with Lenny Dykstra. I don't really give shit one way or the other. But uh, uh, I don't... I've never the Pete Rose stuff. I mean, of all the guys that have made their way through the majors, the cheaters, the McGuires, the Sosas, the Clemens, uh who's the other fucking Andy Pettit? Uh, you know, all <laughs> these guys.
1: Rafael Palomero
5: and Pete Rose you David know. Ortiz, yeah, bets that guy's getting on baseball. Never, well, at least in his core, you know, or what he says. Never on his own. Team.
1: Look at Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's yeah. out for a year. Guy gets traded, <laughs> and
5: then <laughs> What's that we like? have, we got to sit here and literally just have back to back commercials and <laughs> pop up ads and oh, free yeah. gambling. This and free gam like. It's like the NFL having, you know, Miller Lite and Bud Light commercials and then yelling at their players for drinking beer. Like I I know it was a different time and I know that it you know is a bad look. But at some point does Pete like doesn't Pete Rose get like hasn't he done his time? I mean, he's one of the greatest players of all time. One of the greatest hitters. Uh, I of all totally time. agree. Yeah,
1: I mean, I completely agree.
5: The guy's not now, like a complete asshole. There are so many guys out here that literally deserve to be in hell because they're the biggest assholes in the world. But yet we praise them for being able to hit a baseball. But God forbid. You gamble fifteen hundred dollars, you know Calvin Ridley, like you said, fifteen hundred dollars on some other team, and you're blackballed. It's just I don't know, I don't. Well,
1: Pete Rose, Pete Rose. I mean, first of all, I think that somebody's gonna have to, you know, lift the ban and and let the fucking guy into the Hall of Fame. I, I can't imagine that that's not gonna happen at this point for all the reasons that you just said. But when now I don't, I'm sure you've noticed in Our chat when uh, EB is always talking about how he can't wait till January 1st. So Ohio gets the legal gambling. Guess who's placing the first bet at the Hard Rock Casino January 1st at 12.01 a.m. None other than Mr. Pete Rose. That's right. Well, so I mean, if that doesn't just seal it, like, can we just get on with it already? And, you know, it's such a fucking joke. But he's ahead of his time. Yeah right, but at least he was betting on himself to win. I mean, just to, you know, admire the confidence and leave him alone. Yeah. But uh, I, don't really have yeah. An, I don't really have a I don't really have an answer for Alex either. I mean, there's.
5: Uh, yeah, I don't. There's you know most of those. I've got
1: players from my like when I go to a Jets game and I see Jet fans wearing Jason Taylor jerseys. It disgusts me, not because I think he's a Dolphin. It disgusts me because that asshole went and played for the Jets. He, like, Jason Taylor is dead to me when it comes to, like, Dolphin history. Like, fuck you forever going to play for that team. To me, that's, that's like pathetic shit right there. Um, But you bring up an interesting point. I was actually going to save this for wake and bake, but just want to, since you brought it up, I want to harp on it real quick. The the way that these apps, these gambling apps are in our faces. I was walking down the street the other day and a bus goes by with this humongous DraftKings ad on it. And I was like, you know what? I have fucking had enough of this. Like, (laughs) and Carrie always says it. She's like, in five years, this we are gonna be living in Biff Tannen's alternate universe from Back to the Future too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I know how I bet. I'm an idiot, you know, I just, I have a couple beers, my wife goes to bed, and I will bet on every single sport that I can watch on television, just to, just to get an excitement out of, you know, being, getting an hour to myself on the couch, you know, that's what I do, it's, it's idiotic, you know, and I, sometimes you win, more times you lose, it's not smart, you know, I have play money, it's set aside for this, maybe next time I should go buy, like, you know, a new wall, a phone or something. I don't know. It's right. it's idiotic what I do. You know, it's not big money. I'm not rich. I'm not an idiot that way. But it's just stupid. It's a stupid, stupid habit. Um, And I know that. And that's why I don't ever think I ever get myself in real trouble because at the end of the day, if it's not really going very good, I can just say, oh, fuck this and walk away from it. Yeah. But what is going on out there right now? I mean, you've got – what? what ha- I mean, if I was 21 – like I work at these these liquor stores and all these kids who are in their twenties, the staff, this is all they do. And this is all they talk about. So I'm obviously getting along with these kids, but they are just it everyone is it we are creating generations of degenerate sports gamblers. And you know, who am I? I'm not trying to get on a high horse. I'm one of them. But whoa baby, there's gonna be a lot of problems. And you can get yourself into some serious financial I mean, people Imagine being 24 years old, connecting your checking account to a DraftKings account.
5: Yeah, and and like, being out you with your buddies through. at the bar. Yeah,
1: I mean, imagine like you you and me at 24, hammered on a Sunday afternoon by one o'clock at a bar, and just live betting because we know that team is coming back.
2: Right, you
5: can just
1: <laughs> blow your whole paycheck.
5: And then you 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 go back home, and your wife or fiance says, "Hey, did you pay those? Uh, did you pay that uh, yeah. bill to the caterer for the wedding?" shit (laughs) oh my
1: god and i know this has been this has been around forever but this just hands it to you on a platter and it's every commercial on sports radio it's every promo read on sports radio it's most of the commercials on television it's the bus driving down the fucking street it's the billboards it is
5: fucking everywhere dude you're i you bring the the point you bring up about college is such a good point because i would if it was accessible to me Like, we have casinos in Detroit now. We didn't used to. We used to have to go to Windsor across the Canadian border to go gamble. Right. And if it wasn't such a pain in the ass, we would have done it more. And if I had live betting on sports when I had zero responsibilities, had nothing better to do than sit around and watch sporting events, especially on Saturday college afternoons, I would have graduated with More college debt than just my, like, double my tuition debt, right? I mean, it would have been insane. And and, and now I'm old enough to understand, like, the value of what I'm doing. And I know that as soon as I download one of those apps on my phone, it's (laughs) over. So... It's Like you know, the addict who's like I can't I can't have that one cigarette because I'm just gonna go down into a deep hole. Yeah, that yeah. next drink and alcohol, maybe that one drink and the next thing you know, I'm naked in a gutter. That's me. I'm yeah, fucking gambling that. So,
1: I Now, one know. one button. There's there's the problem with these also is there's the casinos attached to these. So on DraftKings, if you don't change the setting, there is a little blackjack button that just sits in the bottom right corner <laughs> oh. of of you at all times, and it's not live dealer; it's digital blackjack. So, I mean, is could there be a bigger scam? Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna win, and uh so I kind of learned one night. Probably lost about a hundred dollars messing around with that, and I was just like, oh,
4: "Dude, okay. stop!" Yeah, that's bad so
1: I went into the settings. You can adjust the so basically now. If I'm ever that bombed. I can only bet $1 per hand, $1 per spin, $1 pour, for whatever in the casino. There you go. And I set it, and I set it with like some kind of limit where I can't change it. So stuff like that is, you know, that's a smart thing that you really should do. But again, just getting back to like the 22-year-old, I'm not going to fucking do that. You're gonna fucking go nuts. I've got a buddy who still tells me all the time. He's like, "Oh my god, dude, I was up six fifty on fucking college, and I gave it all back on blackjack at oh, ten thirty at night." And I'm like, "Are you've got oh, to be sorry. kidding me? If I won six fifty on college, I'm fucking paying off my visa. Like, put it in perspective. That's real money. <laughs>
4: you know? Oh.
1: God damn. Yeah, man. That's what I mean. You know? I've 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 dicked around enough." to see where it could go and i just wonder now like thank god this wasn't out when i was 20 that's all i'll say (laughs) there you go
5: i've got my Uh, picks lined up speaking
1: of degenerate i'm ready to go (laughs) Uh, but
5: oh so back to alex's question from 10 minutes ago um i don't have anybody that's like that's like that because i feel like most of those guys are not the guys that you're like buying jerseys for there's lots of guys that i think hometown people love and other people hate right you know there's the old bill lambeer from the pistons and the bad boys that sure. essentially you know you want to call him a dirty player or whatever you want to, you know player of the times um or guys that come from other teams that you hate and then you love i mean the pistons had rasheed wallace um todd bertuzzi was on the chris chelios was like a hated guy in detroit then he came came to the wings and you know became a, a staple of the community. But I don't, I can't think of anybody that's like an asshole or somebody who is widely known as either a cheater or just like an ultimate bad dude. It'd be like it'd be like you know Pete Rose that, is a Pete Rose is a legend, you know.
1: I mean, like right. I don't nobody's going into City Field wearing like a Bobby Bonilla jersey. Now here's like I just that, thought you know? of
5: somebody maybe this is on
1: one maybe one day a year, you know, right. if they might wear it on June 1st, but then it's funny.
5: Right. This is uh, it'd be like somebody showing up to a Pats game with an Aaron Hernandez jersey. That would be oh, that's, that there's is the so ultimate much wrong example, wrong right? <laughs> I mean, that is. That is a little cure. He was good, and I paid good money for this jersey. That is like the ultimate example, but there aren't too many examples like that. What about like OJ Simpson? What? Do people at Bill's Stadium wear OJ Simpson's jerseys? That's a good one, actually.
1: <laughs> Let me ask you this now. Um, not counting maybe something bought for your son, what's the last Lions jersey you bought?
5: I've never been a huge jersey guy. Um, yeah,
1: agreed. I've always had a Marino jersey from my dad, and that's just always been my go-to. I had I had a couple others, but the running joke with me and my brother is every time we get a jersey, the guy gets traded or something or just leaves. I don't, so it's like we, yeah. we have piles of – we could do bonfires with the, the jerseys that we wouldn't wear again.
5: Yeah, and, and speaking of, that's what I was, as I'm walking into the stadium this weekend, looking at jerseys Miami jerseys specifically I'm always like can respect the Marino jersey but I, t- I sent you a picture of the guy wearing the Indomitian Sioux jersey <laughs> right the but maybe like, he's
1: maybe he's being douchey because he's in Detroit
5: maybe probably a hundred percent uh but, but you're no. right though I mean I wouldn't wear that shit in public
1: I also wouldn't have bought it
5: right I think I've got I'm, ha-
1: I'm highly considering a Tyree Kill jersey though oh, it's it's Hill shit. Waddle or Tua I would wear any of those three right now I mean it's it, and when's the last time I could say that there's three jerseys on the field. I wanted an Xavier Howard jersey, or not Xavier Howard. I wanted a Mika Fitzpatrick jersey and then they fucking fucking left <laughs> or a good try. I was really, I'm still bent out of shape about him being on the Steelers. <laughs> but uh yeah, jerseys are tough. Yeah. Jerseys jer- I'm thinking like oh, I'll buy it, you know what? maybe I'll just buy a two a t-shirt. You know, you get the t-shirts on nfl.com that have the name and the number on the back.
5: Yeah. Yeah, but it's not got- a jersey.
1: It's also thirty dollars and not a hundred and fifty dollars.
5: Yeah, and my my wife has a couple like you know cheapo replica Lions jerseys, but that's about it. I've got I think I've got a Pudge Rodriguez Tigers jersey. I've got a Rip Hamilton Pistons jersey. And that might be it. I think that's like all that. Just I'm not a jersey guy. I've got some t shirt jerseys, like you say. You know, those are the cheapo. Because same thing with you, like, why? Well, that's players, another thing. At least
1: you have season uh, tickets. You live in the same city as your team. Right. So you can – yeah, I mean, I have – I remember wanting a DeGrom jersey but ended up had to settle for Syndergaard because – and this is like back in 2015 within the World Series because you couldn't get a DeGrom jersey. And I think I have Harvey also. So I, I was getting Mets jerseys as gifts then. But the best jersey I've ever owned – I still have it. Unfortunately, it's like an XL, so I could probably wear it over a hoodie. I just don't know where I'm going to wear this, unless I until the Mets make the playoffs again and I go. But I have Lenny Dykstra, 1986 away jersey, away Mets jersey. It is to me the best jersey ever, and I like it. that is like that is my that is like my fucking jersey. Like I like don't touch that. Don't. Don't touch that. Don't get away from it. Put it upstairs in the attic because I look like a fat Don't shit even if I it. wear it. But Yep. I love that jersey. It's vintage. It was very expensive. It was a gift. I fucking love it.
5: Now I have a Charles Woodson signed jersey. And yeah, I guess basically.
1: if I wore it around Alex, that would be his answer to this question. <laughs> fucking sorry, bro. I can't believe you hate Lenny Dykstra. I only fucking won a batting title. Oh, Segura. Come on. I need one run here, you loser.
5: All right. Uh Thanks, Alex. Sorry for not getting you a better answer, but that's what you get.
1: That's right, buddy. I hope you're friggin' enjoying this run, as I'm sure you are. I hope you get into this stadium, too. I mean, good for you. What an atmosphere. You broke my balls all season. And, and look, what am I going to say? Good for you, man. I love it. I, I really actually, every time Philly's doing good, I'm like, good for Alex.
5: Yeah, I always say to happy. my buddies uh, who are like Michigan State fans, like, I can be happy for you. I fucking hate your team, but I can be happy that you're happy.
1: That's yeah. A- I don't hate the Phillies. We we handled the Phillies no problem this year. I I mean, the Jets, this came up in the chat over the weekend. There is no franchise I hate more than the Jets. Now, during the season when the Yankees are out playing the Mets, the Yankees fucking drive me nuts. But I got a lot of family that loves the Yankees, so at the end of the day, I can be happy for my family members. When the Yankees do well, but the Braves really have (laughs) shortened the lead (laughs) from the Jets over the last couple years. Uh, All right, next caller. I can go all night. I can go all night on team the Jets and the Braves. I hate
5: both of them. Oh, oh Oh, boy, fucking this guy. Oh boy, you play it after.
2: What
3: up, Binge Sportscast? It's (laughs) your boy, and PJ's favorite caller, the Duke calling in, Kings of the North, Skull Vikings.
2: Oh, shit. yesterday,
3: tough game, tough, 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 tough game, important game. Um, I was a little nervous, you know, we had a nice 14-point lead at one point, uh, and then gave it back, and, you know, just things didn't go our way, and you get... 27 points and you lose 27 31 and it's just, oh shit, sorry wrong team that ain't us we won uh-huh. you know another yeah I was banging
1: your mom
3: by the edge of our pants <laughs> seat, whatever you want to say <laughs> win but a win's a win. fuck you
1: Chad you PM. fucking idiots are you
3: fucking kidding
1: me <laughs> I mean basically go yeah, fuck was yourself banging your good mom. one <laughs> come on. You know on man what again what? Say, a fucking I, asshole now you go, fuck face yeah. right. you know really what fuck him and fucking i hate boner i'm really happy on hopstone if i'm wrong know. then that's only because we there's I only one answer it, and know. the great, answer great. is possibly they is suck. not definitely thank even maybe through it in the
3: group right. I said last week the next four games are super important to the Vikings.
4: Oh, yes.
3: They need to win the next two. Arizona, done. Washington should be an easy win.
2: Good one. Oh, you shouldn't have
3: said that. Tough game. Shouldn't have said that, bro. And Dallas. Now, don't get me wrong, PJ. I'm not dumb here, okay? But
4: I am going to be excited Mm. that
3: my team is sitting atop the North. Fuck you, Chad. Yeah. All right? And yeah, I'm gonna stick it in and jab it at you whenever I can. You're a division rival. Gross. Get used to it. But
4: like, get we used to it with like with you can. Dallas,
3: one of those games. If we can walk away with win one of those games, I will feel very good about this Vikings team. There are moments where you wonder what the hell is going on. Defense makes and then they make great. That's plays Kirk Cousins for three you. three takeaways in that game, right? They turn it up in the fourth quarter, and they find a way to get things done, and that's what matters, and I hope that carries over. This Again, next week should be a win, and then it's Buffalo-Dallas. I'll be there in Buffalo to cheer on my Minnesota Vikings with our boy, Anak. <laughs> and I'm super excited, win or lose, we're going to have a good time, but I'm hoping that if we can split between Dallas and them, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about this Vikings squad. I'm a realist. I know there's issues, but hey, we've won the games that we should win. So they're doing their job. Skull Vikings. It's your boy Chad D. Who's going to the playoff Super Bowl this year? It's the boys, the Minnesota Vikings. Super Skull Vikings. We're coming, the North remembers. We're coming to fight. We're, we're coming to, I'm sticking with my boys. We're going all the way this year, fellas. Uh, but it's the Vikings here, it's our time. Our time is now, and the North remembers. So here we go, boys, go Vikings. Let's go, taking them all the way to the Super Bowl, baby. I would rather face Philadelphia the following week, personally. I like the matchup, I said it from day one. I want to play Philly at Philly. I think we are the better team in the cold. Our defense is much better than theirs. Um, I think they're a good team, but it's going to be a low-scoring game. I predict the right to put up 20 to get the win. PJ, keep your streak going. Keep counting them out. Keep picking against them. It's been working for us. I love it. Do it. Um, I thought it'd be a little fun tonight to uh, give you some progressional updates as the game goes along. I would rather see <laughs> Philadelphia the following week, personally. I can't lie. My uh, stomach's in a knot right now. Um, ready for this game to begin. Um, Like I said, about T-minus 10 minutes, so here we go, Skull Vikings! Our defense is much better than theirs, our defense is much better than theirs, our defense is much better than theirs. Oh boy, as I call, the Eagles just score their second touchdown of the game, Kiam throws up the (laughs) duck, my frustration is growing, the butterflies are growing and then everything falls apart. Oh, Oh, boy. Again, this is typical Minnesota fanfare. Complete letdown. That defense looks horrendous. They need to tighten things up, get moving. Otherwise, uh, the Duke is going to have a very, very long night. Oh, boy. (laughs) This game is atrocious. We are being outcoached. And outplayed, and it's downright embarrassing. I got a founder for you guys. I'm tapping out. (laughs) Oh, boy. That was the most pathetic performance by a team I have ever seen. Completely let down. Completely hurt. What an atrocity. Oh boy. What an atrocity. Oh boy. What an atrocity. Oh boy. Oh no, boy. Oh no, boy. Oh no, boy. <laughs> no horns. No one deserves to listen to any horns. <laughs>
1: Oh boy <laughs> Oh that is the bet. Did I make that or did you make that?
5: You made that you Oh made it's so that, great sir. man I'm so proud of that
1: <laughs> that's, that's,
5: that's my one and <clears throat> only response to you that's my Did response.
1: you pull Did you pull the my live uh, wah, 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 wah. You gotta oh, pull that Because I nailed I it. it Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> hey so um, This is my time to tell this story So I bet on the NFL this weekend, as you knew I would. I couldn't help it. Of course you did. Of course. Well, listen, I lost too much on Saturday, and I needed to come back. So I hammered the Cowboys. I hammered the Bills. I hammered the Bills minus I bought it to 9.5. So I won big on those two games. And uh, my other win of the day was actually on the Vikings. I bet Minnesota minus 3. Now, because of this, after Miami finished beating you guys, and I also want to tell you one other thing before I go on here, I just hit both Maction games. I hit the over <laughs> in the later in the Ohio Buffalo game, and I hit the I'm gonna hit Ball State plus seven and a half because they're up seven with three minutes to go. Excuse me. So Maction is back, and I'm fucking ready to keep fucking cashing in now.
4: <clears throat>
1: watching the Minnesota game, yeah, definitely thought they were gonna blow it. Um what are they 7 and 1 or 6 and 1 right after the buy sure. That so, I'm glad yeah. you just played that sounder because I mean <laughs> they're not beating Philly this year. I don't think they're going to be Dallas. Now the the problem with this weekend, I can't believe you just said that Chad about this Washington game. You're going to Washington. So first of all, road game. I believe you're a road favorite. And what a look-ahead spot it is. You think, you, you know, if your team thinks the way you do, that you're going to walk over this Washington team, and then just because you're looking ahead to Buffalo, be careful here, man. I was looking at the spreads trying to make my picks, and I was like, nah. I'm like, the Minnesota's definitely better than this team, but no way do you bet that game. I'm sorry. Um, but NFL Sunday ticket, watch the end of the Minnesota game, locked in because of the bet. When when Minnesota, so they get the big stop on third down. Whoever controls the in the stadium is the man or woman because man, they are right on point. Like they make a big third down stop, and I'm like, oh, that's actually fucking awesome. And then when they got the fourth down stop to end the game, it went off again, and I'm like, I'm, I know, and I know this probably makes you sick, PJ, but I don't care. I was into it. That's pretty good stuff. There is some stupid ass shit out there. I think it's—I don't know if it's in Buffalo. Uh it's like it's like a revving of the engines or something. Maybe it wasn't Buffalo. Maybe it was a Sunday night game. But the, some of the noises that these teams play on third—it's third and seven—and then you hear whatever the stadium noise they use. Some of that shit's really stupid. I actually prefer the Vikings bullhorn to most to most of them. And every time it went off, I was laughing my ass off. I mean, I'm winning money at that time, so I'm just having a good old time. But holy shit.
5: Okay, that's a dumb,
1: dumb, dumb story. But thank you for playing that sounder because that is some rich
5: ass stuff. Woo! God, I'm so proud of that. (laughs) The funny thing is with the Vikings is I never had a problem with the Vikings. They were my least hated team in all of the NFC North. I kind of liked the Vikings. But Chad, <laughs> now I can't fucking stand them. I root for the Bears over the Vikings. And you know, the biggest problem is exactly what that sounder is. You look ahead, you're overconfident, and you know what? You are like you're like the bully who is afraid to go up against the big boys, so you just pick on the nerd. You just sit here and just talk shit about the Lions because that's the only team that you're confident that you can beat. Whoa, baby. Like, why am I getting texts from you, Chad, about the fucking Lions? You just called into this show to take a dig dig (laughs) at my team. (laughs) Look, what are you doing? We are... Literally the worst team in the NFL. A historically bad defense. And never once have I come on this air and bragged about my fucking team. But you know what? Losers go out and put down the nerds at school. Champions go and fuck the prom queen. So... Chad, you keep calling in and you keep taking digs at the Lions. And you know what that's going to do? You're going to beat the Lions. Way to go. Good job, dude. Good job. He'll keep
1: calling me. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me until I come over. Um, Chad, oh boy. I, I might, I might, I might be taking the skins. That's right. I said it. I might be taking the skins plus three and a half this weekend off of that voicemail. All right. Let's play my favorite game. Look ahead on the schedule. Yes. At the the Commanders. At the Bills. Loss. Home to Dallas. I mean, we'll see. But it's just, and then you got home to New England. Well, they get three home games in a row. What's that like? Home to Dallas. Home to New England. Home to the Jets. At the Lions. Home to the Colts. Home to the Giants at the Packers at the Bears. Okay, we'll see you in the playoffs. No problem. That's oh, a guarantee. Yeah. You're, you're winning the division. That is some soft ass shit after those two games. But
4: it's, I am this? not
1: I do not see the, I do not see this team doing anything in the postseason. I'm sorry, Chad, but I, I hate to say it. First of all, Kirk Cousins cannot be trusted under any type of pressure whatsoever. Now you have beaten the Packers, which let's look at this from a college football perspective. Okay. You beat the Packers in week one. That actually weakens your case at this point. Because if it was a ranking system, because they're so fucking bad. Fuck you, Kate Upton, and your husband sucks too. All right. You lost in Philly. They own you. Get used to it. Yeah, well I'm not sucking. Um You beat the Lions, you beat the Saints, you beat the Bears, you beat my team with nobody, you beat the Cardinals. Okay, so you, this is another case of somebody beating absolutely nobody up until this point. Um, get your wins, get into the playoffs, and I cannot wait to bet against you once you get in there because there ain't no fucking... You're, you might be the leader in the North, but by no means are you the, like, you're not a top three In the NFC. I mean, I'd take the Niners. I would take the Eagles and the Cowboys over the Vikings. For starters. I would say I might have to put them fourth just because there is really no... I mean, they're better than the Giants. Everybody in the South stinks. So... I mean, you'll make the playoffs. You will be one of the top seven teams, but I mean, I would never, I would put no, I would never invest in them winning the Super Bowl or getting to the Super Bowl. There's just no shot. Sorry,
5: Chad called back.
4: Oh
3: boy! You're by the Duke, and I'm calling him because it's NFL trade deadline day. It's NFL trade deadline day.
1: Uh, We're gonna have to talk about this
3: ever that we'd be excited about the NFL trade deadline. Yes. It's exciting to see that owners are starting to have fun with it, to do something with it. There are many years that trade just did not happen in the NFL, and I'm sure you guys are going to talk about it and about all the wild trades going on right now. But I'm, of course, calling in with the great trade that the Minnesota –
5: Oh, sorry. Your email got deleted. Sorry.
3: Vikings made today. With our division rivals, the uh, Detroit Lions.
5: There we go again.
3: I'll chalk that up to a nice win for the Vikings. That's something that's definitely going to be an added piece. I think he's a proven talent who hasn't obviously had much help the last two years with a very below-average quarterback. My opinion. Um, I do believe he played what one year with Stafford. But let, let's go. Uh, I like seeing that the new Vikings regimen is uh, making some moves. so this is fun. it's great to see. I'm excited, especially going in the next coming weeks. Um, PJ, I'm gonna lay off all right I had to keep poking the bear, buddy.
5: I oh, to keep uh, did he just the bear. say regime one
3: here with Stafford? <laughs> let's let's go. Uh, I like seeing that the
5: new Vikings regimen is what do? You- uh, what word is that Regim- red regimen? Is he drinking uh, like at school? The new Vikings regimen is
3: uh, making some boots. So this is fun. It's great to see. I'm excited, especially going in the next coming weeks. Um, PJ, I'm going to lay off, all right? I had to keep poking the bear, buddy. I had to keep poking the bear. You're Fuck you, riding. Chad. What am I supposed to do? That's part of the game. Uh, we're no like fucking said, rival. We're, we're terrible. All right, now we got to prove ourselves. I think, you know, this week should be a gimme with the Washington Commanders. Oh, and there it is again. That, things start to get real. We start seeing these.
1: Dude, I'm betting. Teams.
4: Teams, I'm changing one of my Buffalo picks right now.
3: Being two of them following. So <clears> uh, I'm glad that we're making moves. I, I think there's a lot here for the Vikings. You know, the, the morale around the team is really high right now. Just talking. When they're making plays when needed. And I hope that continues. That's all I can do right now. Hope for the best. We're sitting good right now. Now we got to carry it through the second half of the season. Um, on a sad note, I guess uh, Mike Zimmer's son died today, former offensive coach for the Vikings. Only 38 yeah, I saw years that before the show I also. About that. So sorry to end on a downer. Um, but Emil Cab hasn't been around, so someone's got to rep. Uh, school Minnesota Vikings.
1: Come on, man. Again. I, I just I just changed I just took commanders in my pecs. I just changed I t- changed out a pick. That's two calls. Two calls of overconfidence on a road game. Big, big,
5: big mistake. Big mistake. Now you're yes. in big big trouble. Uh <laughs> now you're so yeah, all in big trouble. The trade deadline came uh tm you mentioned on the top uh, gross dude what are you doing yeah sorry sorry man hey just let it go <laughs> just let it go i didn't say that hey i don't
1: know if you get Cape may sleeping. brewing Co- i don't know if you uh get Cape may brewing company out by you it's a south jersey brewing company um their octoberfest is slamming i just had my first one wow it is really fucking good just putting it out there
5: it's time it's, it's time for winter loggers now Christmas time. I understand,
1: son, but we didn't record last night. If we recorded last night, then it would have been right on time. Touche. You know what I'm saying? Touche. Uh,
5: but yeah, the Touche NFL trade line uh, came and went. And uh, the Dolphins got better. Yes, Dolphins trade for Bradley Chubb. Uh, I don't even know what you guys gave up. First rounder, is that what it was? First, Yeah, a it was it for something. next year
1: first rounder. And, and Chase Edmonds. Thank you. Thank you. Greer so much. I mean, that guy, this guy, <clears throat> talk about someone who you don't want on the field. This guy was on the field in key drives in the fourth quarter. He dropped every pass thrown to him this season, and they were rushing him on third and two. When every time Moster touches the ball,
4: yeah, he he's
1: gone through. for like eight to eleven yards. Yep. Unbelievable. And so we traded, which is I mean, we're just taking everybody from the Niners. So now we got Jeff Wilson.
5: Yeah, I I
1: am much more confident with a Mostert Wilson backfield. Except for you know, hopefully I never
5: knew where the Chase Edmonds love came from. He was never great in Zona. I mean, he was fine, but it's like no, he had
1: a good. He had he had one year where he scored a bunch of touchdowns. So then he was trendy in fantasy the next year, and he scored no touchdowns. Yep. And then he went to Miami, and watching him up close, he's horrible he's horrible. You, he cannot catch. So, yeah. Goodbye. Have fun with that.
5: Um <clears throat> other big uh Calvin Ridley, which we have spoken about today, gets traded to the Jags, which is yeah, a very strange. interesting trade. I mean, this is now this is the type of out of the box thinking I feel like other teams should have had cuz I don't think there's any way that Calvin Ridley isn't reinstated right like he's not gonna get
1: no no it's just a one-year suspension he's playing
5: as far as we know right there was no there's nothing more to it i don't i was reading some stuff today that just said like that's what we know for now i don't think it's not like an indefinite thing it was a one-year suspension and he should be back i mean how many last year was his first year last year or is he two years two years in the league right no, he's at least two years. Two I, years. I was drafted in fantasy two years. Fan, fantasy years. Two yeah. years. Yeah, um, anyway, great pickup by the Jaguars. Um. Now it's the Jags, but I like <laughs> that. I like that thinking. I like when you're the Jags. Like That's the type of shit that you do. And whatever you trade away, all you got to do is think, well, what is the compensation? Or like, if I use that... Third round pick or whatever it was, am I going to get the caliber of player that is Calvin Ridley? And uh. the answer to that is a hundred percent, or is is not? A, I'm saying like Calvin Ridley is going to be better. than I mean, you're always going to hope that the the draft pick is going to turn into him. So right, right. right. Um, and then obviously, as Chad mentioned, the Lions traded away T.J. Hawkinson, and I know there's a bunch of uh, to the Vikings, mind you. Uh, there was a bunch of discussion on the chat early today, and you texted me, TM, like, what are the Lions doing? And I, my general opinion, if you would have asked me last week, don't ask me today, because obviously people are, you know, after somebody gets traded, it's always like, oh, that guy's no good. Anyway, I would have told you last week, he's okay. He's a above average tight end. Mm. That's what I would have said. He can't block. When coming out as a prospect, he was supposed to be the next George Kittle. Could block, had hands like a receiver, was athletic. The dude can't block. And in all honesty, he has trouble catching the ball. He's got the drop sees a little bit. He is very athletic. He's fast. But he is a $9 million hit on the cap next year if the lions were to choose to uh, extend his fifth year option and otherwise they would probably and this is what the vikings are going to have to decide now is what are you going to do with hawkinson are you going to try to resign him and give him like george kittle money i think he's getting something like 15 million dollars a year so i was fine with the trade i don't love what the Lions got. I mean, they essentially are swapping picks with the Vikings is how it turns out. So, like, we gave the Vikings our third round, and we're getting their second round, and then we're giving them uh, – or we're getting their third round and giving them our fourth or fifth round, depending on what the Vikings do. So, it's not a whole lot to get for him, but I'm sure they took the best trade available. And of all the guys on the offense that the Lions could have gotten rid of – I think he's the one that I can live with. We're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything this year. And they would have traded Swift or any of our offensive linemen or Okuda or our safety Tracy Walker. I would have had a bigger issue. This seems like it's one player. It's not a fire sale. um, Because as I texted you today, you know, yeah, what? We're in the sixth year of our rebuild, right? I mean, it's... Anyway, we don't have to talk about it, but I think it's a good move for the I think it's a good move for uh the Vikings. I mean, he's definitely an improvement and Irv Smith's hurt, so not going to hurt you. That's for sure. No,
1: it's, yeah, it's probably a rental though, right? I mean, he's going to free agency unless they lock him up. Like I mean, the Dolphins the Dolphins got Chubb from Houston uh from Denver and they're going to lock him up. I mean, he's going to have a contract probably by 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 the time he steps on the field. So I don't know if that's the same deal for Hawkinson.
4: It probably um,
5: it depends on if the Vikings want to pay him. I just I don't right. know if he's he's not worth it for a team like the Lions. Could he be worth it for a team like the Vikings that has a Jefferson and a Cook, you know, locked up for the next couple of years? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're in of a course. win now, you know, <clears throat> state of mind, and that's fine. Right, it's an upgrade for them, and the in division thing, like. There's seven teams that make the playoffs now. It's not as big of a deal as it used to be. So, I mean, the Vikings traded draft picks with the Lions this year. I mean, that's how we're got Jamison Williams. So, anyway. Not a big deal. Um, Hawks fine.
1: Yeah, a couple other – I mean, I mentioned Chubb a couple times going to the Dolphins. We also got – Jeff Wilson, I said that. Edmonds goes to Denver. Now Chase Claypool goes <clears throat> to the Bears from the Steelers. That's kind of interesting. Maybe, and I heard a take on it uh, today. I think I kind of, it kind of makes sense to me. They're probably saying, look, let's get Fields another weapon here and see if he's our quarterback of the future because he's playing a little better. But God, if they have no fucking passing that team. At all, except like lobs up to fucking Mooney. Yeah. They're they're horrible to watch. I I can't stand watching the Bears, man. I don't think I'd watch them two weeks in a row. Between the Thursday night and then watching them. I bet on Dallas, so I was watching that. And oh, I can't stand watching that team. Sorry, Fortuna, but they
5: suck. I don't think Fields is very good. At all. So well he can run.
1: He can he can run. I mean, listen, this is what Lamar did when he goes 14 and 2. In his first season, it was just more pronounced of Lamar, Lamar, Lamar running, you know, the run the, the RPO and stuff. I mean, Lamar is now trying his damnedest every offseason to get become a better and a better thrower because he wants to survive in the league because Fields isn't going to survive with just his legs. I mean, there's no, just no way.
5: The problem is, is Lamar is better at every aspect. He's a better even coming out of college I think he's a better passer he's a much more dynamic runner I think he's just you know fields is just like the worst version he's like the cost the no he is the uh Spartan brand or the you know Kroger brand well, I don't know whatever you use versus but like why can't Frito he but Lane. why
1: can't he get why can't he get better? I mean, Fields did come from Ohio State, which is the national powerhouse. I mean
5: Yeah, I just don't think I I don't think it's there to give he can get, become a better passer. Everybody can become a better passer. I just yeah. don't think his skill set has the upside that Lamar's does. That's all. Right. Oh, I agree. I agree. You know. Um yeah.
1: and then um <clears throat> the Colts and Bills traded third down backs yeah. naeem hines yeah. and this is a win for buffalo i mean I, you know zach Ma, watching all the bills games with my wife her and i just lose our shit every time the guy's even on the fucking field i mean we just don't understand why they don't ride singletary singletary, right? singletary looks really good this year and i am a fantasy owner with him and it just drives me crazy when this guy just excels and then you find moss. It's it's like watching it's like watching as again, as a Chubb owner. It's like watching Cleveland and Chubb just dominating this whole season and then when Hunt's in for an entire series and you're just like, What are you guys doing? I get it, change of pace, health. And rest, but just stop with this nonsense. But I mean, it's a different level. I mean, Hunt's a lot better than Moss. I was gonna say yeah, hunt is so, not the, the Yeah, is not so Dalvin a, a, much
5: Co- of a downgrade.
1: Yeah, now then now the Bills also have Dalvin Cook's younger brother as their third. Yep. yep. So he and he, you know, he he's a rookie. He's improving. I, I see that kid improving as we go here. So um yeah, Moss had to had to go, and to get Hines for him, I think it's just a great trade because Hines, I mean Hines, if he's not you know just a mess from that concussion he suffered uh, on Thursday night that we all got to witness, I mean that's a great pickup for Buffalo too. I mean th- they would have been better off getting <clears throat> an absolute stud like a McCaffrey or something, but that didn't happen. So, and then yep. there's this, uh, yeah, D lineman Jacob Martin from the Jets to the Broncos. I don't really know anything about that. Rasheed Fenton, quarterback, Chiefs to the. F- Why is Kansas City trading a cornerback is beyond me. And uh, Falcons, safety to the Bills. Bills need help. Both of their safeties are now out. And then cornerback uh, from Washington to Pittsburgh, which, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, okay. I didn't really. Uh-huh.
5: I was gonna say the big one earlier wasn't today, but uh, Roquan Smith got traded to oh yes from Chicago to Baltimore, which is was why I think the Claypool thing was a little bit puzzling, right? I mean, you kind of assume that the Bears are somewhat throwing in the towel a little bit, but then I don't know the rumblings are that Roquan Smith was just super unhappy and it was kind of a cancerous situation and he just needed to mm-hmm. get out, so. You know, and, and that's and that's maybe more the Bears retooling than rebuilding, like, you know, the Lions in year six of their despicable, uh, shitty, terrible ownership.
1: Um Now I understand all the financials with Hawkinson and it totally does make sense to move him, but was there any Anything in the media there at all about him maybe being unhappy, not getting no. the ball enough? For it? No. no, I don't okay.
5: think so. No, not, I mean, nothing. He's a pretty relatively quiet guy, and nobody's really talking much of anything uh, with the Lions. So who knows? Okay. Who knows? I'm yeah. so tired. Can we not talk about my fucking team? Sorry, team? sorry. Bye. One more voice. One more voice. All, all, more voice. Right. all, all right. right. Hey,
0: sportscast. <laughs> What's happening? It's good you here. Oh, yeah. I just got home from the MetLife Stadium, <laughs> scenic MetLife Stadium earlier this morning because it's about 7 a.m. when I'm calling in. I was calling in because there's three certainties in life. Death, taxes, and the Jets losing to the Patriots. So having been at the game, let me just say this, my my big takeaway, my big point. The Jets did everything possible to lose this game, and they committed the sins you cannot do against the Bill Belichick team. And, TM, you know this. So I I wrote these down. Eight straight scoreless drives for the offense. Bad special teams, including a muffed punt and a missed field goal. Quarterback throwing three interceptions, one of which came in the two-minute warning, and inopportune penalties. There was a roughing the passer that negated a pick six.
4: That negated the, rule, the game.
0: But the rule is there. You touch the quarterback after the ball is out of his hand, they're going to throw the flag every time. Mm. So I'm not angry. You know That's not true. sound like my parents. Or, you know, the classic rule, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed because I thought this was a game they really could have won to change the narrative. But look, they're still five and three. Defense sacked them, Mac Jones, six times, held them to five field goals on a touchdown, which is impressive considering how many times they turned the ball over and the Patriots had great field position. So, yeah, it sucks losing to the Patriots. But it's been 13 straight, you know, what, what are you going to do? So, yeah, that's my thoughts, and I'll say this also. I'm not giving up on Zach Wilson, but I think he's got the rest of this season before the conversation's going to be had about do you bring in a veteran or trade for somebody because if he plays as bad as he did yesterday, it's hard to defend. So, my thoughts. Hope you guys are good, and I'll talk to you guys later.
1: Bye. So, the the pick six that was negated on the roughing the passer, that that was the game. If they go up 17-3 there, that game's over. Because the Patriots by no means played a good game. Mac Jones did not play well. Um, it was really, from what I got to check in on this game, which wasn't much because I didn't really fucking care, but also just obviously listening to a lot of New York media the last two days about it as well, neither quarterback played well. Um, and... He texted he actually texted me from the venue early first quarter and said, Yo, this place is electric. Yeah, I've never felt it like this before. Um I think that game was primed for the picking for the Jets. And yeah. if they go up 17-3 on a pick six, that game is over. I'm sorry. Because New England is not very good. Um, you know, and I think Jack would actually agree. He doesn't know what he's getting out of this team this year. The defense is there, they can't stop a running quarterback. That's what happened last Monday. I guess. I have to accept that. Give me a fucking break. But the um, New England's going to still win some games because of the head coach and because the defense is good. Um, but the Jets could have won that game. Now, if the Jets also didn't what weren't out their best offensive linemen and Brees Hall, who was looking like one of the best running backs in the league. That's a blowout, I think. I think that's the Jets coming out party. That's the Jets ending the thirteen game, losing streak against the Patriots, and all that stuff. So that being said, they they blew it. They lost. Zach Wilson's terrible. Zach Wilson's throwing picks on balls that are supposed to be thrown out away. And in the post game, I don't know if you caught this PJ. In the post game, his comment was, Well, I don't like to throw the ball away.
5: Oh, yeah. That yeah, sounds like oh, oh college. Talk theater.
1: about getting yourself run right the fuck out of New York. I mean, that is one of the most idiotic things you can say. I'm telling you, here's my prediction. Because I'm going this Sunday to witness them get absolutely shellacked by Buffalo. It's an annual thing. It's gonna happen again. I don't care how much better they're playing. They have see, these are key injuries that they're dealing with right now, and Zach Wilson is not good and I think the fan base is feeling that through eight weeks. This is what's going to happen. Whichever quarterback is on the market in the offseason, this is a prediction. They, Zach Wilson obviously has to continue to blow the season, but I think he's going to. And my prediction is whichever quarterback, big name quarterback, is on the market is going to go to the Jets. And I do think that the talent is there on the defensive side, they've got receivers. Brees Hall will be back. They've got O line. I mean, God, they've drafted top ten how many fucking times in the last ten years? This will be like another Favre situation. I'm not saying it's going to be Rodgers, but hey, I mean, can you can you really say that that might like that that definitely won't happen? So somebody big is going to go there because I think the pieces are there enough where they think they could win. With competence there. That's my prediction. My prediction is they blew the picket too with Zach Wilson. And the reason I say that is because I believe the organization does function somewhat like the fan base, and the fan base is so impatient. And this kid's got no chance. Like, I'm like, from a Dolphin fan's perspective, I sit here now, I'm just happy. Now, I never, I never made a decision on Tua on this show either way. I just wanted the kid to get his chance, right? Now he's getting his chance. That conversation's over, right? It's week eight. It's Now we're going into week nine. Nobody's fucking talking about if Tua can play in the NFL or not anymore. And I'm thrilled about that because it was the most frustrating conversation for me to try to avoid because I never thought there was enough there to make the decision. Now, There's really not enough there for the Jet fan to make that decision right now either. But the problem is, is that the defense is good. And the problem is, is that they saw that they drafted a really good running back. So you 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 can't waste your time with a running back in this league because they only have so many years. So the impatience is going to grow. He's going to have another bad game this week against the Bills. And Sunday night, Monday morning, listening to New York sports radio is going to be fucking awesome amazing like it always is (laughs) and i love every moment of this and uh yeah so that's what's that's the story with the jets alex why don't you call i know you're not even listening either because you didn't call but i love it i love it i love it they suck
5: with that tm and i know we're we're running long in the tooth here but (laughs) yeah you got me thinking you just said talking about qbs for next year so as you were talking i was looking up unrestricted free agents, quarterbacks for next year. You tell me who the Jets are going to take. Live on the air, okay. right now, Okay, Tom Brady. and here, I'll just read them, and then you can. Tom Brady, and I'm only going to read the guys that are even close to being anything. And some of these guys might re-sign. We don't know, but I'll throw it out there. In there. I mean, Lamar Jackson's on this, and obviously he's not going to. That's the pipe dreamer. Right. So, for Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, uh, Jimmy G, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, Case Keenum, Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, and let me see. There, I mean, there's some, a bunch of backups on here. Tyler Heineke, Flacco, Dalton, Lamar Jackson. There was a name in here that Cooper Rush.
1: I mean, if he is horrendous this Sunday, they can just go to Flacco.
5: Yeah. Well, of course. Right? Because that list
1: you just gave me. I mean, Brady's not going to the Jets. Lamar Jackson's not going to the Jets. Baker Mayfield is a backup.
5: What about Um, Daniel Jones? What's the top? Are they going to sign him or what?
1: Well, I mean, the fan base now is behind him. um, But, you know, they didn't pick up his option, so –
4: I don't there's know. Not a, not I
1: don't a know. I mean, I, I think there's a lot to be said for the fact that they didn't make a move for a wide receiver. Now, I would think that, I mean, the Giants are in like salary cap hell, and well, he six. They're not. Um, they're not supposed to be six and two. So it's not like they were going to like break the bank for Jer- uh, for Judy. And I'm sure that Houston was, or whoever was it, Cooks is still in Houston. Yeah, I don't even know where he is. They're probably asking. They're probably asking for a number one or something. You know, the Giants. Six and two is very nice, um, but they're also third place in their division behind Philadelphia and Dallas, arguably the two best teams in the NFC, right, Chad D. So you know, just I just think they're smart and they're doing the best they're overperforming with what they have, and they didn't make a big mistake trying to go for it because you're not winning the NFC. I don't care where I don't care how wide open the NFC is. They're not winning it. so.
5: So and what, I think they
1: know, that. I think Dable's super smart. You know, he's just fucking, Dable's basically playing with house money with these guys that he inherited. He hasn't even had a draft yet, so.
5: Yeah. One of the names on here, though, um, Jimmy Garoppolo, San Francisco, where Jets head coach Robert Sala was two years Why ago. Why didn't they take him this
1: year? Why didn't they get him in the offseason when he was available?
5: Well, because he, he wasn't a free agent. Now he's a free agent. He was. They were. They were trying to trade him, right? So that'd be the. He is like the only name on here that I think is a legit potential starter for a team. Everybody else is. I
1: thought he was a free agent though. Didn't he get a one-year deal with incentives? Oh, was that what
5: happened? I can't remember. Was he hurt? I think he so. was so. hurt. Ah, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, anyway, that was a fun game. So, all right, everybody, okay, thanks for me- calling in. Um, <laughs> Do me a favor, if if Philly
1: if homers here, can you just tell me? Because I'm sweating out one run,
5: and <laughs> oh, you I need, can't yeah, believe you need, them, you need them to run or to uh, well, score. whatever. It's I mean, they're not throwing their matter. closer right.
1: up seven nothing, but they just went through the heart of their order with Houston. They didn't get shit.
5: All right. Well, I will uh, right. let you know when I know. Yeah, um, I don't care.
1: Break the, the delay for me. <laughs>
5: All right, let's um, let's do. A I little think we little. talk. I don't. I don't
1: think there's really much else to really. talk. I mean, we, we basically, the Eagles blew out. The Bills took care of it. I mean, I don't, I'm sick and tired of talking about the Packers.
5: Oh, they're terrible. We'll Ugh. Talk about them in a minute, anyway. Um, the Raiders are hot garbage. Oh um, my god. Oh, we did. What was we, that? The one game that uh, we didn't talk about was the Carolina Panthers. Carolina. Essentially blowing a miraculous how comeback does, because dj moore takes his fucking helmet off these guys yeah, but are, how
1: but listen how, forget all that Just forget all that nonsense how does the falcons let him get behind them
5: i fuck, dude, I that, was, 30 that 30 is seconds.
1: ridiculous I,
5: um the rams are in disarray christian mccaffrey has three touchdowns unbelievable and the Bengals can't get out of their own way without. They only function with Jamar Chase, apparently.
1: Oh, I don't know what's going on. That, uh, the... Now, I if you would have put a gun to my head, I would have bet on the Rams. So I'm glad I didn't do that. And then, I don't know what is going on with that Bengals team.
5: It's Jamar came they back, so and, they, and scored, they scored 100 points. And then Jamar leaves, and they can't fucking figure it out. It's just weird. But they have
1: so many other weapons uh, that shouldn't. There's, there's there there. Forget Jamar Chase for a second. The Browns were in the backfield on every play. I mean every play. Right. That game yeah. was. I mean every fucking play. I don't know what else to say. I shut. Like you said, I, I we both shut that game off. My wife put the kid to bed. She comes downstairs. She goes, "Really?" I said, "No, not really." Anything you want to watch?
5: <laughs> Anything is better than awful. This
1: shit. Anything is better than this. God, fucking night games. Uh, the only time this, the, the the only time a standalone night game has been good this season is if the Chiefs or the Bills are on it. I am sorry, that's don't just put them on for the rest of the season. And and what? So what? Okay, this is the, forget. I don't want to go over any more games. I just want to ask you this question. Then we'll get to the picks. What is wrong with the NFL this year? Because I keep having this conversation throughout my weeks out in the field. Something is off here. And like I said to you, I think it was pre-show or maybe this was on the show, but I said, 1 o'clock slate when I got red zone or I've got my team and one other game on or whatever and all the fantasy's going, okay, I love the sport. I'm really into it. But when you only give me the option to watch one game, whether it's all the crap Thursday night that there's been, Monday nights have not been much better. Sundays are really okay. What is the problem? It's not really a good product. That's that's what I'm coming back to. And we do this every season. But there's something really bad this year. Like, it's really boring this year. That's kind of my take. What I mean, I just want to hear your know. opinion. I
5: mean, I I agree. I don't know what the problem is. Um, and what's funny is my weekends have been pretty booked and, like, one o'clock games are difficult for me to sit down and watch, and well, I yeah, unless you're started. at them, right and <laughs> right, right or yeah or I'm at them, um, so I've only been able to really watch the one or two four o'clock games and then all the primetime games, the Mondays, and, and I completely agree. And last night, TM, I don't even know if it was just, I mean, obviously it was the product of the game, but I was just like, I've had enough. Like, it's it's it it's not. Good enough for me to waste my time on.
1: Yeah, if, if if it's not a great matchup or we're not recording the show, it's like I I don't I don't I've had enough of football. I mean, a lot of times when a Sunday night game is bad, I've had enough.
5: Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and it comes like you you mentioned it today, Thursday night, right? It's Eagles Texans. Oh, that's a good one. But it's that or. The World Series. Give me the World Series. All day Yeah, I'm now. watching baseball
1: you know? Thursday, yeah.
5: So I don't Wait know. I don't know what but the problem the is. The World
1: Series like... is also Philly Houston. So what the fuck's going on there?
5: <laughs> yeah. I I don't know, man. It's uh we talk I'm about gonna, it. This every what I'm going to do. But...
1: This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to bet Philadelphia Eagles first half whatever the spread is because they they come out hot every game and then settle in. So that's my bet. So, win or lose, I don't have to watch after halftime. That's the way I'm <laughs> approaching this Thursday. I've done it a couple times with them this year, and it hits. There
5: you go. I like it.
1: What is Houston awesome. going to do?
5: Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. exactly. All right. Thank let's, you. Let's, uh, let's, let's fuck him.
2: Lord, I was born again with <laughs> Try to make some money by picking. When they come to take my house and my car, my wife don't understand. A fucking it, sucking it, gambling.
1: Alright, uh Gate is in the books. PJ goes one and two, as did myself. We're both coming <laughs> we're both back to earth here heavily. Um, I'm now twelve and twelve. I won with the Dolphins, lost with the Giants plus three at Seattle. And the Bengals, minus three last night. Oh, fuck off with that game. P.J. loses with the Cardinals, plus three and a half. That's kind of a tough loss. Uh, Rams, plus one and a half. I'm as shocked about that as you are because I really thought they were going to win that game. And the Commanders, he hits, plus three. Wow. Because yeah. that's a game I, you know, we shouldn't spend time talking about. But, I mean, you know, it's a two bad teams Absolutely, just it's just garbage. The Colts are fucking garbage. All right, so 12-12 and 12 for me, 10-13-1 for PJ. Basically, a game and a half separates us. I'm ready, so you want me to go? Sure,
5: I'm ready, but yeah. Go. All right.
1: The annual income statement for myself is this Sunday, as I take my wife to see her beloved Bills at MetLife vs. the Jets. The line now is 13. I really do need to get this bet in because I think it's going to go as high as 14.5 before kickoff because the Jets are fucking terrible and the Bills are the best team in football. So give me the Bills minus 13. That's it. Game 2. 1 o'clock in Atlanta. The trendy yet completely awful pathetic worst trash franchise in my opinion. Shout out to Jack Valvi. The the San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers minus three at Atlanta. Get out of here with this. Get out of my face with this team giving three points on the road at 1 o'clock to the team who is covering every week and first place in the NFC West. I don't think this is much of a stretch i don't think i'm doing anything other than taking points and winning money give me the falcons plus three get out of my face justin herbert i'd run you over if you were crossing the street in a crosswalk in front of me game number three (laughs) whoa i had the i had the cardinals minus two at home against the seahawks because it was hard for me to find a third game here i i don't like miami minus five and a half at chicago it's too many points I mean, that is a wide open... If they're winning, it's a backdoor for Fields to run one in late. Um, Just get out of that city with a win. So I took the Cardinals because I figured, all right, you can do minus two. In-division battle with Seattle. But really, I'm not comfortable betting against the Seahawks. And then our friend from the north, Chad, called in two times. Two times. And called in two times. Give me two. Two times says it's a walkover The Commanders in Washington this Sunday. Well, thank you for the free money, Chad. I'm going to take the Commanders plus three and a half at home against the Vikings. Give me that hook. Um, I'd like to think Vikings just get out of there with a field goal victory. But the more he gets cocky and the more I think about it, I think this is a trap look ahead spot. They're going to be thinking about Buffalo Dallas, just like you said, Chad. And you're going to lose this game outright. So give me the Commanders plus three and a half. No. Bills minus 13. Falcons plus three. Commanders plus three and a half. There you go.
5: All right. All right.
1: Give me a winning week. This guy better walk or Homer. Oh, this Mancini. Come on, Homer. Pop one. You do.
5: All right. So uh, I don't love any of these games, but I'm going to take the easy free money, and that is... The Green Bay Packers coming into Detroit.
4: <laughs> Detroit Lions this. are a
5: pathetic trash franchise who Oh man. I cannot see this team fighting for their coach any longer. And I don't care how bad the Packers are. If there is one team to get your offense off the ground and kicking and running on all cylinders. It is the Detroit Lions. I told one of my buddies today uh, in the office, you need a receiver? Pick up anybody on Green Bay. They will have a career yeah, It's going to be dogs. It's going to be dogs. 100%. So yeah. I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm going to lay the three and a half. The Lions can't stop anybody. And it's not getting better next week. They've only gotten worse on offense with giving Hawkinson away. I don't see how they compete at all. I don't know where the next win is for this team, if there is one. My hope is that they continue to lose, and Campbell and his whole pathetic trash coaching staff and everybody involved over there gets fired. we got to start over, so might as well fucking do it now. So give me grip the Packers, and I'll lay the three and a half points. Next, I'm going to go... I... I don't know why I keep even looking at this team because all they do is disappoint me but after watching the Bucks this past week I just I have zero trust that the Bucks are gonna beat anybody on the opposite side the Rams can't seem to beat anybody either so what do I do do I take the points do I lay the points I kind of like the Rams I feel like if there's a team that's gonna come out of this funk it's got to be the Rams. So I'm going to take the Rams. Cool. I'm going to take the points. And I know it's in Tampa Bay, but what Tom Brady showed me, what his demeanor, that team in general, just looks like they don't care. LA that's, looks, plus,
4: that's
1: plus three, right?
5: All right it's, like it's at two and a half right now.
1: Okay, I was going to say, no. I mean, it should probably be more like one and a half. So
5: uh, yeah, I, don't I, get don't, I don't get it. Yeah, the Rams, I don't get it. The Rams don't – the the demeanor of the two teams look different. The Rams just kind of look like they're off and just out of sorts. The Bucks look like they're just – just don't give a fuck. So, anyway, give me the Rams. I'll take the points, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, last one that I like, I mean, looking at this Ravens Saints game. I know I just kind of bitched about Lamar and – Them looking like shit too, but I feel like everybody's riding high on this Saints team right now. And they went and they beat a shit ass Las Vegas team that can't beat anybody right now. I don't think the Saints are very good. I think Baltimore is still a really good team. I think Lamar is, you know, continuing to just improve his game. So give me Baltimore. I'll lay the three points. Next Monday night, we'll be sitting here watching it. Uh, I think they're the better team. So. Give me Baltimore, minus three. L.A. Rams, plus two and a half. And the Green Bay Packers, minus three and a half. That's it, man. Those are my picks. Okay. Let's go.
1: Baltimore's minus three.
5: And that's what I got. Yes, sir. Yeah. So.
1: so the Rams pick, yeah, I mean, I'm with you there. What, I mean, the Rams may be just... Hey, they won the Super Bowl last year. So, but they're a mess. The both of those teams are a mess.
5: 100.
1: That that was like, yeah. I mean, that was you know, billed as probably such a big frigging game when they put the schedule together. And I mean, what a fucking nightmare. I don't like. I don't want to watch that game at all. I don't want to watch either of those teams anymore. I'm so sick of Tampa. Like, so oh, sick of Tampa. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't fucking hit this
5: over. <laughs> this is like every. <laughs> it's like every game is just stalling your offense stalling just like houston fucking okay, okay, well. guys man fucking guys <laughs> all right all right yeah let's get out of here tm Uh um, i don't know what do you guys what do you guys all think are you guys enjoying this nfl season you know everybody we we talk a lot about everybody's you know own teams and you know what your thoughts are on your own but I'd like to know what you guys are thinking about it because i don't know it's not as enjoyable as it's been we got good college football this weekend, so uh, let's go uh, Vols, I guess. Let's fucking knock off those Bulldogs, and uh... yeah, let's go Vols. I'm all about it. Yeah. All right, man. All right, let's get out of here. We'll talk to everybody next week, and uh, that's it. I say peace. peace. Right. We'll let's go Dolphins. <laughs> go Dolphins. <laughs> You've been
3: listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting.
2: Fuck you, Chad.